Hello, this is Pastor Nick Hood, and today I will read chapters 13 through 16 of the book of Isaiah. In this prophecy, there are proclamations against the neighboring countries that line themselves up against Israel. These prophecies serve to announce to Israel that in spite of the exile, God had a desire to restore the land. In like manner, this should serve as good news to me and to you, that God has a plan for us, a purpose for us, and prosperity for us, not just after we are dead, but in this life right now also. Thank you for joining me in this reading. Let us begin, and I will be reading from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible, chapter 13, the book of Isaiah. The oracle concerning Babylon that Isaiah, son of Amoz, saw on a bare hill raise a signal, cry aloud to them, wave the hand for them to enter the gates of the nobles. I myself have commanded my consecrated ones, have summoned my warriors, my proudly exalting ones, to execute my anger. Listen, a tumult on the mountains, as of a great multitude. Listen, an uproar of kingdoms, of nations gathering together. The Lord of hosts is mustering an army for battle. They come from a distant land, from the end of the heavens. The Lord and the weapons of his indignation to destroy the whole earth. Wail for the day of the Lord is near. It will come like destruction from the Almighty. Therefore, all hands will be feeble, and every human heart will melt, and, it, and they will be dismayed. Pangs and agony will seize them. They will be in anguish like a woman in labor. They will look aghast at one another. Their faces will be aflame. See the day of the Lord comes, cruel with wrath and fierce anger, to make the earth a desolation and to destroy its sinners from it. For the stars of the heavens and their constellations, constellations will not give their light. The sun will be dark as at its rising, and the moon will not shed its light. I will punish the world for its evil and the wicked for their iniquity. I will put an end to the pride of the arrogant and lay low the insolence of tyrants. I will make mortals more rare than fine gold and humans than the gold of Ophir. Therefore, I will make the heavens tremble, and the earth will be shaken out of its place at the wrath of the Lord of hosts. In the day of his fierce anger, like a hunted gazelle, or like a sheep with no one to gather them, all will turn to their own people, and all will flee to their own lands. Whoever is found will be thrust through, and whoever is caught will fall by the sword. Their infants will be dashed to pieces before their eyes, their houses will be plundered, and their wives ravished. See, I am stirring up the Medes against them, who have no regard for silver, and do not delight in gold. Their bows will slaughter the young men. They will have no mercy on the fruit of the womb. Their eyes will not pity children, 
and Babylon the glory of kingdoms. The splendor and pride of the Chaldeans will be like Sodom and Gomorrah when God overthrew them. It will never be inhabited or lived in for all generations. Arabs will not pitch their tents there. Shepherds will not make their flocks lie down there, but wild animals will lie down there, and its houses will be full of howling creatures. There ostriches will live, and there goat demons will dance. Hyenas will cry in its towers, and jackals in the pleasant places. Its time is close at hand, and its days will not be prolonged. Chapter 14, The Restoration of Judah But the Lord will have compassion on Jacob, and will again choose Israel and will set them in their own land, and aliens will join them and attach themselves to the house of Jacob. And the nations will take them and bring them to their place, and the, the house of Israel will possess the nations as male and female slaves in the Lord's land. They will take captive those who were their captors and rule over those who oppress them. When the Lord has given you rest from your pain and turmoil in the hard service with which you were made to serve, you will take up this taunt against the king of Babylon, how the oppressor has ceased, how his insolence has ceased. The Lord has broken the staff of the wicked, the scepter of rulers that struck down the peoples in wrath with unceasing blows that rule the nations in anger with unrelenting persecution. The whole earth is at rest and quiet. They break forth into singing. The cypresses exult over you, the cedars of Lebanon, saying, since you were laid low, no one comes to cut us down. Sheol beneath is stirred up to meet you. When you come, it rouses the shades to greet you. All who were leaders of the earth, it raises from the thrones. All who were kings of the nations, all of them will speak and say to you, You too have become as weak as we. You have become like us. Your pomp is brought down to shale, and the sound of your harps, maggots, are the bed beneath you, and worms are your covering. How you are fallen from heaven, O Daystar! Son of dawn, how you are cut down to the ground, you who laid the nations low. You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit on the mount of assembly, on the heights of Zaphon. I will ascend to the tops of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. But you are brought down to Sheol, to the depths of the pit. Those who see you will stare at you and ponder over you. Is this the man who made the earth tremble, who shook kingdoms, who made the world like a desert and overthrew its cities, who would not let his prisoners go home? All the kings of the nations lie in glory, each in his own tomb, but you are cast out away from your grave like loathsome carrion. Clothed with the dead, those pierced by the sword, who go down to the stones of the pit, like a corpse trampled underfoot, you will not be joined with them 
in burial, because you have destroyed your land. You have killed your people. May the descendants of evildoers never more be named. Prepare slaughter for his sons, because of the guilt of their father. Let them never rise to possess the earth, or cover the face of the world with cities. I will rise up against them, says the Lord of hosts, and will cut off from Babylon name and remnant, offspring and posterity, says the Lord. And I will make it a possession of the hedgehog, and pools of water I will sweep it with the broom of destruction, says the Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts has, spoke, has sworn, As I have designed, so shall it be, and as I have planned, so shall it come to pass. I will break the Assyrian in my land, and on my mountains trample him underfoot. His yoke shall be removed from him, and his burden from their shoulders. This is the plan that is planned concerning the whole earth, and this is the hand that is stretched out over all the nations. For the Lord of hosts has planned, and who will annul it? His hand is stretched out, and who will turn it back? In the year that King Ahaz died, this oracle came. Do not rejoice, all you Philistines, that the rod that struck you is broken, or from the root of the snake will come forth an adder, and its fruit will be a flying fiery serpent. The firstborn of the poor will graze, and the needy lie down in safety. But I will make your root die of famine, and your remnant I will kill. Wail, O gate, cry, O city, melt in fear, O Philistia, all of you. For smoke comes out of the north, and there is no straggler in its ranks. What will one answer the messengers of the nation? The Lord has founded Zion, and the needy among his people will find refuge in her. Chapter 15, an oracle concerning Moab. Because Ar is laid waste in a night, Moab is undone. Because Kir is laid waste in a night, Moab is undone. Dibon has gone up to the temple, to the high places to weep over Nebo and over Madiba. Moab wails. On every head is baldness. Every beard is shown. In the streets they bind on sackcloth, on the housetops and in the squares. Everyone wails and melts in tears. Heshbon and Eliah cry out. Their voices are heard as far as Jahaz. Therefore the loins of Moab quiver. His soul trembles. My heart cries out for Moab. His fugitives flee to Zoar, to Zor, to Iglath and Shalishia, for at the ascent of Luith they go up weeping. On the road to Horonaim they raise a cry of destruction. The waters of Nimrim are a desolation. The grass is withered and new growth fails. The verdure is no more. Therefore the abundance they have gained and what they have laid up they carry away over the wadi of the willows. For a cry has gone around the land of Moab 
the wailing reaches to Eglaim, the wailing reaches to Bir Elim, for the waters of Dibon are full of blood, yet I will bring upon Dibon even more, a lion for those of Moab who escape for the remnant of the land. Chapter 16 Send lambs to the ruler of the land from Selah, where, by way of the desert, to the mount of the daughter of Zion, like fluttering birds, like scattering nestlings, so are the daughters of Moab at the fords of Arnon. Give counsel, grant justice, make your shade like night at the height of noon. Hide the outcast, do not betray the fugitive. Let the outcast of Moab settle among you. Be a refuge to them from the destroyer. When the oppressor is no more, and destruction has ceased, and marauders have vanished from the land, then a throne shall be established in steadfast love in the tent of David, and on it shall sit in faithfulness a ruler who seeks justice and is swift to do what is right. We have heard of the pride of Moab, how proud he is, of his arrogance, his pride, and his insolence. His boasts are false. Therefore, let Moab wail, and let everyone wail for Moab, mourn, utterly stricken, for the raisin cakes of Kir Hareshath, for the fields of Heshbon languish, and the vines of Sibma, whose clusters once made drunk the lords of the nations reached to Hazir and strayed to the desert. Their shoots once spread abroad and crossed over the sea. Therefore I weep with the weeping of Hazir for the vines of Sibma. I drench you with my tears, O Heshbon and Elisha, for the shout over your fruit harvest and your grain harvest has ceased. Joy and gladness are t taken away from the fruitful field, and in the vineyards no songs are sung, no shouts are raised, no treader treads out wine in the presses, the vintage shout is hushed. Therefore my heart throbs like a heart for Moab, and my very soul for Kir Heres, when Moab presents himself, when he wearies himself upon the high place, when he comes to his sanctuary to pray. He will not prevail. This was the word that the Lord spoke concerning Moab in the past. But now the Lord says, In three years, like the years of a hired worker, the glory of Moab will be brought into contempt. In spite of all its great multitude, and those who survive will be very few and feeble. So we've concluded the reading of chapters 13, 14, 15, and 16. And I have some questions for you. Number one, what is your first thought regarding these four chapters? Number two, how do you think the people of Israel reacted when hearing this prophecy? Three, how do you think the people of the surrounding lands felt hearing this prophecy because at the time of the prophecy they all ruled Israel. And finally, number four, what other thoughts do you have? I'd like to conclude us now with a prayer. Let us pray.
Lord, fill me with hope, even when the circumstances of life are depressing and cause me to fill with a sense of choking and suffocation. Sweep away the awful and usher in the exhilarating. Drench my depression and shower me with the sunshine of your almighty favor and love. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This is Pastor Nick Hood, Pastor and Senior Minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ, which is located in the heart of Detroit, the very tip-top of the Medical Center area of Detroit. I want you to know it is such a blessing to me just to know uh, that we're in this venture together, reading the book of Isaiah. If it means anything to you all at all, I hope you'll invite a friend, perhaps a neighbor, maybe even a family member, to join us tomorrow when I will begin on Isaiah chapter 17. Until then, remember Nick Hood is praying for you. God bless.